0: Gloria
1: Amanda and I'm Kristen, and, and we really are the extra, extra sisters. sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to another installment of Horror Around the Globe, our foreign horror series where we talk about horror from countries other than the United States. So, in this one, we are going to travel to Argentina to talk about what the waters left behind from 2017 2018, depending on where you were when it was released. So I like to advocate for horror from other countries. Let's get that straight right off the bat. Agreed. But uh, there is a difference between ripping a movie off and paying homage to a movie. Agreed. Now, let's talk about this one, ripping off a movie. So you
0: mean we're talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre right now, right? Not uh, What the Water's Left Behind?
1: You could probably talk about either, and the differences would be this one was more grotesque in the way that it yeah. didn't deserve the clout, I guess you could say so here's here's he he's will with the problems that we have here, so here's the plot, so this let me say so one more time the I'm just I watched You're so eight, mad, you just so, so yeah, mad. Like mad we had like three movies to watch this week and i watched this one first and i'm still mad about it so
0: did you end with a good one at least
1: i did i ended with death proof yes (laughs) which is on patreon so if you want to listen to us review a tarantino film called death proof you can go do that over there but anyways also, I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes right now, and the I'll talk about the rating in a minute, but The Conjuring movie is coming out in June, and now I'm excited about that and don't want to talk about this anymore. So. <laughs> I know, right? Okay. I'm going to, though. Focus. <laughs> okay. So, we are in, there's this, basically this village that was flooded and then abandoned, and we're making a documentary about it. That's what's happening. Right. And we have this woman that was there when she was a child when it flooded. And so she's the focus of our documentary. And so our documentary crew is asking her what she remembers. And she's taking us through the ruins of this place. And literally, they're in a van and they stop at a gas station.
0: Yep. Like the same thing. It's a different van, but it's like it's the same fucking
1: thing. And there's a creepy family that lives here and they're creeping them out. And I'm just like, when I tell you it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre,
0: it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Massacre without the chainsaw. And this one has, you know, uh, you can turn away right now. Trigger warning right now. This one has rape in it, whereas the Texas Chainsaw Massacre does not.
1: And I'm going to get on that rape thing here a little bit. (laughs) I have things to say and I'm going to say them and I'm going to be mad about it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. I don't even know how to get through this plot without like. I'm just. You all have seen the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? Let's say it one more time. You've seen this movie. (laughs) so There are obviously differences because it's a different movie. Right. So they're going to these ruins and there's a bunch of people and they this one is just like let's make the texas chainsaw massacre but make the family more involved in the killing Mm -hmm. and let's make it more sexual Mm -hmm. because we have characters having sex in the van when other characters are off doing stuff
0: and it looks like literally this this couple that's having sex the woman is cheating on her guy who's doing the documentary and she's cheating which should be like. I don't... I could understand if there's guilt in it, but if you're cheating, it should probably be for something good, right? She looks so bored. <laughs> like, is it over yet?
1: Yeah. She's just getting the jackrabbit from behind, bro. Yes. Like, <laughs> Not even fucking... Yeah. It's... Yeah. Yeah. And then the other people, there's oh, a guy and a girl off with the subject of the documentary, which is another woman. And they're off, and she's talking about, you know... the when she lived there and what happened and all this stuff. And then the guy making the documentary their the line for their fuel got cut.
0: Yes. And can I, I just want to say for a second, also this film feels it, it tries to be so artistic. It tries so hard. Like it almost looks sometimes like we're watching a fucking commercial for beautiful model people.
1: Also, Y'all know in the beginning of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the things in the beginning. Yeah. It tries to do that. But this, okay, it doesn't do this any of the other times. (laughs) It doesn't allude that it's going to do this. It is not the style of the cinematography. But just when two of them get captured, just two of them, it does this red flashy thing. For so long, for so, long. dude, you're
0: gonna give an epileptic a seizure, stop it,
1: <laughs> and for no apparent reason, it just does it. And I'm like, what yes. is the point it's of that so
0: annoying
1: and also it like if you were to get to do that in the beginning of your credits, like the Texas Chainsaw massacre did, or mm-hmm. like do it when somebody was being killed maybe once or even if it was every but it just did not make any sense and it's like you did that because the texas chainsaw massacre did it do you know you're ripping off the texas i they, mean they have to they they have to know that like even this is what it is
0: exactly the people that are doing this also wear masks you know like Leatherface, but these are skulls from like bowls that died like you know like you see on southwestern walls sometimes yeah that's what they're wearing so you know, I get it. We're we're in South America, so maybe it's a little different. That's cool, I guess. But at the same time, it's still ripping it off, just because it's not Leatherface.
1: And they also even have a family dinner! Dude! They're also
0: eating people! They're literally putting it in meat pies and selling it to folks on the road.
1: Yeah. Like a barbecue joint, right? Dude. Okay, so. So, our documentary subject gets bit by a ball python but it's supposed to be a poisonous snake.
0: that is the i was so <laughs> fucking pissed i was like yelling at the screen i was like oh shit she got bit and then you actually see the snake and i'm like um that's not poisonous like it would have fucking hurt but they're like trying to drag her back to the van and she's just getting more and more weak like it's poison going through her veins i'm like oh my
1: I know that they had to use like a prop for the movie and I get it, but it would have been better to not show the snake than to show the most domesticated snake in the world, which is a ball python. (laughs)
0: Yes. And not even a morph
1: of it either. It's like the basic. Uh,
0: Yeah. Like you can like, like that big head, big blocky head. They have the patterning. Like you see, you fucking see it. And then you see her later on and she's like laying on this sofa. And I'm like, Oh, well that's a dead person because even if it's not this python, if you're saying that it's supposed to be poison, by this point in the middle of fucking nowhere, she's dead.
1: Oh, yeah, she's dead. So uh, frustrating. And so we have this a couple like weird. Like, so back when we're at the gas station and we're like seeing the family, one girl goes to the bathroom and like sees this guy masturbating and she's just like staring at him. Yeah, and, like, she just what like, what like watches doing? it. Yeah. And then, you know, we're getting captured and put in traps. One girl gets caught by a bear trap and like, we're taking them back and holding them in different, basically torture type scenarios. Like one girl is getting her leg ripped off and this one, and one of the family members is doing that to her and kind of eating it raw and putting it through a meat grinder. And so, you know, there's different, and I was fine with that part. You know, if this was just like, A torture family Mm -hmm. putting people in different torture scenarios like uh, okay well like that's that's fine whatever it was just the blatant texas chainsaw massacre they literally had them sit at a big table with Mm -hmm. like a, a grandmother and like all of these things and they brought their guests and like tied them up and put them at the table and i'm like you can do. You can be inspired by another film and mm-hmm. not shot for shot,
0: right? Well, I mean, obviously, with the torture part of it, they were inspired by Saw as well. You know, things like that. That's not in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, what was so wrong with taking bits and pieces without also taking the van and the family shot dinner? For shot. Yeah. Yeah
1: shot for shot like it's it's so So frustrating blatant and even the like atmosphere of the scenes is like a dead ringer but then we have this the guy that was masturbating has his own little torture room Mm -hmm. and he keeps one of the guys in a cage and like dances with him and like pees on him and like murders him rips out his entrails and stuff Mm -hmm. but then we have this girl tied up And she's the one that had sex earlier. So, obviously, she's got to be the one that gets raped, right? Right.
0: She's the whore. So, you know.
1: And. All right. Sorry to do that to whoever was wearing headphones. All right. There's this rape scene. She's tied up in this chair and he rapes her. And it made me so angry. Not that a rape scene existed because they exist and what however you feel about them that's we're that's that they just exist mm-hmm. and but this i'm i'm so first of all it was excessively long this movie was Dude. not good enough i'm not saying a movie should even have excessively mm-hmm. long rape scenes But I'm saying this movie was not good enough. And that was not even a device that did anything for the movie. Mm -hmm. Exactly. For that to be so long. And it was difficult to watch. And it's not like I spit on your grave either. Because that's hard to watch. But at the very least, it's a device that's used for a reason. Right. The reason here is that we don't know how to like torture women or instill fear in women without using their vaginas as a device of like torture. Right. And that is lazy fucking writing. And Agreed. It, I'm so tired of rape just being the go to for to torture women with, to instill fear in women. Like, I've never been raped, but just being a person with a vagina is scary. And I get that it's used in horror as a tactic. I do, but we don't shove things in men. We don't sodomize men.
0: You know what I'm saying?
1: Like, I know it's been done in a few movies, but not at the, it's not the same as in every single fucking horror movie when women are captured, Mm -hmm. they get raped. Yep. And I'm, that is so fucking lazy. Do better. Agreed. Write better torture scenes like yeah we ripped the other girl's leg off but it was to feed the family because they're cannibals that's not that's not also either
0: she's the lesbian one it's so is she just separate just because she is gay and like is that what we're separating here and i'm not even saying that they are doing it that way but when you rape one girl and not the other it makes you wonder like what the fuck is going on
1: and it's it, it's just like I said, it it's so like we could do like a whole study here as like why especially men writers oh well we can rape her that's scary it it's like
0: you're right it is scary that you even that was the first thing you fucking thought of so gross you need to go to therapy and be a better writer
1: exactly. And I know that there will be films that we will review in the future that that is their whole premise, basically. There's a difference between real terror and what women go through in being abducted and tortured and um, and like, or in this. There's just something different about this particular instance of this device being used than in something like I spit on your grave.
0: Well, especially because like you said, and I spit on your grave, you know, we have the revenge aspect to it. We have something else to it. In this, we don't. She gets saved by one of the guys that was in the bus. You know, he comes in and to save the girls, he saves her. But then they get, you know, taken by the family again. They're at this dinner table and she realizes that it's going to be nothing but Rape and eating people for the rest of however long they want to keep her. So she literally breaks a bottle and she threatens the people, but instead of killing them, she slits her own throat. She then kills herself, which is fair. I'm not saying anything against it. I probably would do the same in the same scenario, but as the director and writer of the film, I feel like you did her
1: a huge disservice. Right. And Like, I, I just, even if you had, like, implied that it happened or, like, maybe had come in and because someone kills him while he's doing that, maybe Mm -hmm. had showed the end of that and that happening, I think I would have been a little bit more okay with it, but it went on for so long.
0: Dude, honestly, this felt like a porno. It really did. Like, when... The weird, like, they're trying to be artsy shots before before the torture starts happening with the girl who's cheating on her boyfriend, them having sex in that van, it literally feels like a fucking porno. Even down to her being so goddamn bored. But literally beforehand, it's like this weird, seductive, but not well done seduction between them. And then this. It's like, what the fuck am I watching right now?
1: Yeah. Like, I, again, I just... It's hard because I know that there is that. I don't. I don't know. Like this is a conversation that we can have, and that is an open conversation. So I know we're going to talk about Megan is missing coming up, mm-hmm. and that's going to be a conversation all on its own mm-hmm. because I'm um, that's pretty infamous, mm-hmm. and obviously that movie kind of markets itself as. That you know, right? And so, where where do we draw the line of we're going to stop using a sexual assault as a device in film? Now, I haven't watched Megan is Missing as of the time of recording this, so I don't I don't know, but we'll talk about it. I'm sure you know when that Mm -hmm. episode comes out and kind of see what I thought is there a time and a place to make a horror film about that? I don't know. I'm a woman that's never been raped, but I am a woman that lives in fear. And I am a woman that has been touched and didn't Mm -hmm. want to be, you know, you think we all have, maybe not all of us, but a huge percentage of women have gone through something right like that. So it's a hard conversation to have. And it's a, I I just, like I said, I just think it's lazy writing when you don't, when you just want to do a left fucking, and it's not, this isn't an original movie. I think that's my Mm -hmm. biggest problem with it. It's not an original movie and you threw in a rape scene and you threw in a couple other things and you rewrote the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and you called it something else and put a different setting on it with the same family. Right. So I don't know, like I would love to hear input on this, but obviously from Mostly women, because I think that's well, really from women. I think that's mm-hmm. <laughs> because this is our men get raped too, but that's not what we're seeing in horror movies,
0: right? Exactly. Like on, like, we just talked about Death Proof recently, and that is on Patreon. If anybody wants to listen to it, and we talk about Quentin Tarantino and Pulp Fiction just a little bit. Pulp Fiction has a male rape scene that is unheard of and that even as a woman terrifies me deliverance famous for a male rape scene why does it always have to be women
1: right well and that because women are just assault I mean that's just you walk down the road as a woman I mean men don't live with that fear that's not Mm -hmm. that's just not a Something that they have to live with. And I will right. advocate for men too. But yeah. women are are raped disproportionately more than men. Like it, it right. men are the one raping women. So and when we talk about it in horror movies, it's like can you just do something that's not rape? Like I know that you're not a huge fan of this movie. But one that comes to mind, for example, is the movie Hush. That was a whole movie where... That was not a concern for, like, I'm sure she was concerned, but he wasn't after her in that way. And Exactly. like, they wrote that whole film without sexual assault. You can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was just one male perpetrator and one female victim.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And sexual anything never, never even came into the picture. It was never even thought.
1: So, I just... And the whole creepy man, and it didn't, it just, it just didn't, that did not need to happen. You could have had a bunch of different torture rooms and have tortured this woman sufficiently without that. Yeah.
0: Now, just to tell you the end, because we're right there, nobody survives. They, one of the guys, after the woman kills herself, he kind of takes off and you think he might get out, but the woman who got bit by the snake, you think that she is a victim. Come to find out, she is not. She is part of the family, and she brought people here for this exact thing. They kill this man, and then you see the woman who brought them there in a new disguise, and she's hitchhiking to bring more people to her family, and that's the end.
1: I mean, you can see that coming, too. Yeah,
0: And just because you added in that piece at the end and just because she is not a crazy guy that you pick up next to a pig slaughtering place does not mean that it's not the same fucking character right yeah one out of
1: five yeah i would agree yeah yeah and it's unfortunate because this could have been a decent premise. Like the most it interesting good. Yeah, the most interesting thing about it were the shots at the end when the people were talking about the the bodies that floated up after the flood. Yeah. Like there was some interesting footage at in the credits and I was like, that was more interesting than the whole fucking movie.
0: Yes, Do exactly. That. Like what the waters left behind and they show this big, like abandoned factory building. I expected so much cooler shit than Texas Chainsaw Massacre family that's eating people this is such a letdown honestly I thought this one was going to be really cool
1: yeah I did too like there was so many things like somebody could take this premise and do it again and it be like a supernatural thing Mm-hmm. of all those people that died or all the people in the graves that floated back up or something like if you're gonna rip off something guys would not have been a bad idea like <laughs> right with, you know or i don't know or but- the ruins like
0: even they're out in the yeah. middle of fucking nowhere and their car gets fucked and then they're left there there's nothing wrong that premise would have been pretty interesting there's no buildings everything's been destroyed by the flooding water so where would you go like that could have been interesting i don't know i i didn't like this one
1: no a crazed family that was killing people was it just seemed very out of place for the setting as yeah, well. yeah
0: exactly and the
1: because the woman was like they just left us nobody came back for us it's like well everybody else moved on why didn't you
0: yeah and then there's this weird thing like there's a guy who has a big fucking rifle and he's there i'm assuming trying to find his daughter you see missing persons flyers in his back seat and but then he ends up dying but then you see like he has the flyers for the girl that is taking people to her family for them to eat them so who is he looking for what that was weird too they didn't really explain anything he was basically just there to like help them out and then we just let it go yeah yeah
1: yeah this one ain't it this is my Mm -mm. least favorite film that we've watched in this series so far yeah and the one that made me the most angry and the one that made me honestly at least think the most because i think at this at least to this point i've just kind of accepted okay we're just gonna throw this rape scene in there okay Mm -hmm. whatever but this one actually made me mad
0: made you go why the fuck are we still doing this yeah and
1: it was again it's just lazy fucking writing yeah you're This movie was not good enough to make that lazy of a choice. And I'm not even saying that we should just be throwing in rape scenes willy-nilly because that is traumatic. But I am saying that there are movies where I was like, okay, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I will forgive it for whatever it brought to the table because these are real things that women deal with so if yeah. it's doing it to add to the characterization but again a woman doesn't need that rape trauma to be fucking interesting you know what i mean
0: correct we're already terrified of it all the time you don't need to double down on it
1: exactly and I, uh, you don't need sexual assault to make a woman sympathetic now granted like I I think that's a lazy decision now you can because a lot of women go through that totally fair I'm just saying it doesn't always need to be there
0: yes and this y'all may come for me this is a very intense viewpoint but it almost feels like keeping woman in her place like you're pointing out once again over and over and over and over and over again every single time you show this in a movie that's right we're more powerful than you
1: well, especially I think if you're a man a lot of perpetrators that's you know well, I, I mean, mean that's she's exactly how it's tied used. up and she can't do yeah. anything about it and it's yeah, so, just a thing now you
0: exactly know? so for you as a male director and writer to choose to do this again and again and again it is hurtful <laughs> and really cruel honestly
1: We need more women focus groups. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, women like horror, too, you guys. Lots of women like horror. So, come on.
1: Yeah. This got a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. And there are no critic reviews. That is just from the audience.
0: (laughs) They mad. Which fair.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it says a reproduction of situations already seen in an infinite number <laughs> of times can't escape falling into typical slasher movie conventions. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty much the same shit that we said. And those are, those are two critic reviews, but it didn't garner enough critic reviews to make a, you know, a, an actual average. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but the people were not happy. <laughs> And Samesies. that's, yeah. Well, and, yeah. And somebody said, this is a terrible copy of The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> it utilizes a real life tragedy as fodder of this sad excuse of a movie. It's badly edited. The actors are terrible or didn't even bother to try. Cheap copy of The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I have no idea what could be in the mind of any so called filmmaker to write and actually have the willpower to shoot such, such shit as this film. Damn. Mad. Yeah. I mean, those are audience members. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't do this if you're going to yeah. do a film.
0: Also, skip this one. Don't don't watch it.
1: Yeah, we do have another one coming up from Argentina, which I think also is unfortunately really assaulty.
0: Yeah, but I feel like this one has better reviews at least.
1: Yeah. I know that there are torture porn like type films. And I get that there's like a place, a time and a place. I just I don't know. I guess we'll see. The the one next one coming up. We'll we'll see.
0: Paranormal researchers investigate strange events in a neighborhood in Buenos Aires. Seventy seven percent. So maybe.
1: Oh yeah. What's it Tweet. called
0: again? Terrified.
1: Terrified. Yeah. I hear it's pretty rough, but (laughs) great. We'll see. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. As always, we appreciate you. And if you would like, you can find us on all of our social medias. Everything is The Extra Sisters podcast, except for Twitter, which is at The Extra Sisters. And we have mentioned a couple of times we reviewed Death Proof from Quentin Tarantino. It is over on our Patreon. It is part of the $5 tier. So if you would like to join that, it's patreon.com slash The Extra Sisters podcast. But we do also have a $1 a month tier over there. So if you want to hit it up, you can. Until next
0: time, stay creepy.